New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Live from Quebec, it's Saturday night. Dun, 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 dun. That's the wrong music. That was the wrong music. Oh, I, was I, try, I sang the wrong it, music. You're, you're, you're slipping, Daryl. You're slipping. No you're kidding. Man, I, I looked outside. I was like, man, is it windy out there? And it just carried you away, right? Like a feather. It, you just It was it like... Just car- carried you down the street a little bit further. You couldn't make it back. A little bit further than I would have liked. It plopped me right down in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. Me and my dog didn't know what happened. <laughs> Well, me and my little dog Toto didn't know what happened. Sure, we would have missed you greatly if you had flown away to, uh, where's that Oz? Yeah, it would have been had, a problem. But I, I had my phone and I had a backup plan just in case. Just in case. Good just in you. case. All right. Well, and here we are. Daryl, ready to we had rock a great and show. Roll. We had a great panel. Things were All working out. All star cast, TK. We're, All stars. We're, we're we're killing it. We got some great uh, content, and today is no different. Today is no different. different. We've got an amazing guest. Wow. Uh, I'm sure he's waiting. How are we how are we able to get such wonderful guests on this show, TK? He's an he's an he's an expert in his field and uh looking forward to talking to him. Yeah. Well, here we go. I mean, there's definitely plenty to talk about. He is there. Let's get him in here. Press that button and this button, and here we go. Like to welcome to the show, Mr. Art. Da! <laughs> I think, I think Zoom Zoom knows when when there's an annoying sounds and they and they shut it down right there. They know to turn yeah. on their cameras. That's the cue. Okay. Welcome. There we are, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks. Um, nice to see you. Absolutely are, yeah. Good to uh, meet you face-to-face, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Art, Art is uh, the greatest real estate agent in all of New Brunswick. And uh, of, all, a, of, all of, all of all time, of all time. Okay. Right. He is, time. he's the founder of the art of real estate. He's with exit realty, just as That's he exited right. the show, just like that with his video. Off. And, oh, did it, did it and, uh, art, art is very investor focused. And, uh, you know, what we brought art on today is because he deals with a lot of, uh, interprovincial clients. He's got the lowdown on the new Brunswick, uh, market, we're always going coast to coast. We mean that when we say this is the Canadian real estate show. We are not Toronto focused. As you can see, Art, we are located in Quebec today. We are I somewhere in that. Quebec. We thought we with were our... in Montreal last time we were here, but we were proven but wrong quickly. We're in, we're in Quebec. And okay. uh, and you are you are somewhere in New Brunswick, maybe uh, close to Moncton, but I'm not, not in Moncton. 
I'm in Dieppe, New Brunswick, actually, right now. Dieppe. Which is, yep, sister city to Moncton. The French, the French side of Moncton. Just How many so, people just live the there? Oh, my God. Probably at least 25. <laughs> no, I think that combined together, I think we're approaching a million now with all three. We basically have Dieppe, Moncton, and Riverview combined into three. One big city. See why that joke was funny though, because when you say that to people from Ontario, like we really that that question really is like a common question, right? Like it is a very common question, <laughs> right? Like you're the only realtor in all of Dieppe. Now, Daryl mm-hmm. and I would fit right in because we that both took French question. French immersion in in school, and so okay. even though we don't speak yourself. the language, well, we don't we don't speak the language anymore. Uh, okay. But you know, we respect it, and if we got if we got there, the locals would accept us with open arms. Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. Because we speak French, we went. Well, to does French everybody Britain speak there. French there? We don't have to speak the language. Yeah, New Brunswick's the only bilingual um, mm-hmm. province in in yeah, Canada. Officially bilingual, yeah, the only one. Wow, too bad. Yeah. All right, well, that's good. So, yeah. what's going on there with real estate? Are we booming? Are we going mm-hmm. up? Are we going down? What's happening over there? We talked to somebody from Saskatchewan, and prices are going up in Saskatchewan. Yeah, they were, well, they were flat when everybody else was booming, though. That's true. It takes a little while to catch up to Saskatchewan. Um, everybody over here, like we're we're still half, you know, half of what the national average is for sale homes here. So we're still got a lot of room to grow, even though the interest rates are up. And when you compare it to what it costs to buy a three bedroom, two bathroom home in the most of the rest of Canada, uh, we're still halfway. So there's still prices, price wise. Price wise, yeah, yeah. Well, what are the prices there? For a three bedroom, two bath, right now we're around three fifty, three hundred fifty k. Fifty a house? Yeah, for a house. Is that like on a lake with like the most beautiful setting? This episode is brought to you by Landlord. This landlord software is a game changer. You upload your properties, right? You upload all the information, income, expenses, timelines, mortgage details, everything that you need to have so that you keep track of everything in your portfolio. And as you go through real-time adjustments in you know, rent increases and uh, water bills and, and tax bills and everything else, they're going to actually give you recommendations on how to make your portfolio more efficient. And it just breaks everything down for me in a way that I've never seen before. Like Excel spreadsheets just don't cut it. I don't think there's a better program or app out there for investors and it's free. Please click the link below for your free trial offer. Um, it's a medium. I mean, medium. Yeah, medium. That's the, that's the average. So wow. so let's say, let's say a house on a lake with a beautiful setting. You're probably looking at 500, 550 right now. And what would that rent for in a month? Oh my God, twenty five hundred, three thousand a month. Mm-hmm. So there's good, a lot of cash flow over uh, there. Yeah, there's Are a we, lot of there's a lot of people just buying single family homes for Airbnb purposes. You know, they won't even do it full time. They'll just oh. make make thirty or forty grand during the summer months, and maybe fifteen grand during the winter months for snowmobilers, and call it a day. TK. I've got a, I, I know people are going to new, just like Saskatchewan, the hidden gem of the country is New Brunswick. Well, hold on a sec. For- Where's the affordability crisis? Every, we're not looking so hard here, TK. We keep finding affordable places in this giant country we live in. Are we, I guess we're just really good at this, TK. 
We're really good at this. We I mean, know we, just, we, we got the right people. We talked on the to show. one guy yeah. in New Brunswick and one guy in Saskatchewan. And we're two for two. Yeah, we're ready to go. <laughs> We've opened it up. I got a boots on the ground story here in um, in New Brunswick for your art. This is mm -hmm. in Lower Coverdale. Okay. Okay. And this is a, a, a guy I know in, in Ontario who bought a property. Uh, he just told me yesterday and he had bought it on Sunday and it was uh, seven offers. I might be wrong here. Seven offers. Three were from Ontario. One was from BC. Okay. And it yeah. was a nice custom home, like new build in 2019. He bought it. Him and his family are moving to New Brunswick to retire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got tons of people. They're, they're selling what they own on the West Coast or even in Ontario, coming here, paying cash and having enough money to basically live out the rest of their lives. How do we feel about beach. this? How do we feel about this art as a local? Love you love it. Love it. See? Bald Prairie was like, stay where you are. Don't tell anybody about Saskatchewan. We like it like this. Don't drive up no. my prices. No, come on over. Drive, drive up the comps. Drive up the comps. Yeah. Art's, a, Art's a seasoned investor as well, too. So he's got, right. you know, his business. He's got properties. Yeah. He's got, you know. He a, wants a to very... see some appreciation. God damn it. It's about time, right? Exactly. We've waited long enough. <laughs> but but you got other things too to, to think about, right? It's like the more money from Ontario that comes in, it means that the more money the municipality and the province is going to have, and the more investment into infrastructure, the more businesses are going to open, the more like you're really mm -hmm. improving the lifestyle of everybody in, in New Brunswick, in my opinion, in my like very narrow minded, ignorant opinion. But that, that's how I would view it. What am I working oh, at? Where am I working if I come there? What kind of jobs are available? Uh, there's a lot of tech jobs here. Um, we've got everything, blue collar, white collar. We've got basically everything over here. Yeah. A to Z. Yeah. Like what and, kind and of tech jobs? Because Who, you've got other, you got other stuff too yeah. there that we don't have that involves the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, exactly. Like we have, I mean, we've got a lot of big, big corporations. They'll open their, their call centers here, their contact centers here. Um, a lot of telecommunications come through here. Moncton is actually a telecommunication hub for the the entire maritime so everything flows through moncton basically yep bilingual services daryl do we have mm -hmm. a big port over there is there a big port there we have tons of ports almost every ports. city is a port city right mm. Mm -hmm. so so how i met art right is through like investor channels and stuff so art just walk me through from covid uh 2020 march 2020 what changed in New Brunswick? What was it that I know your business obviously changed, but what happened overall with the New Brunswick uh, scene for real estate? Uh, well, honestly, in during the pandemic, I probably sold about fifty-five million dollars worth of multifamilies here locally. So Moncton, which is uh, impressive considering the medium price yeah. point. Being Hold different. on, but define yeah, define multifamily. Are we like four plus doors or two plus doors? Two plus doors. Two plus so basement actually, plus upstairs counts as multifamily. Two units. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some advantage to duplexes. It maybe doesn't make sense for somebody from other province to buy one single duplex, but oh, hang on. Is that did my, does my camera skip out when somebody calls? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you yeah. might want to put it on do okay. not disturb. Okay, let me try to figure that out. See here. You got an apple, the, the top uh, drop down menu. Okay. Yeah. So, so Monc Moncton, because I'm looking at deals March 2020 compared to March 2022. 
And there's some serious inflation. There's some, you know, there's a lot of change in these cap rates in, in New Brunswick. So there's yeah. obviously been a significant demand. Like the, the market prior mm-hmm. to COVID must have been a cash cow for investors in New, yeah. New Brunswick. I mean, luck, luckily, my wife and I got in pretty early. Um, I guess it was about, well, we've been investing in real estate for probably a decade now. But seriously, since about 2017, my wife said it was time to grow up. We actually lived on a boat for a couple of years. So we ended up having to sell the boat and grow up. And at that point, we were looking at, there was a lot of 12% cap rates, 14. That was pretty normal. So we were picking, yeah, we were picking. What is that? That doesn't even make any (laughs) sense to me. Exactly. When I originally did the uh, Robert Kiyosaki program years and years ago, he said straight out, if you ever see 12%, you buy. You don't even ask. <laughs> yeah. Buy, 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 Offer buy. right now. Yeah. And back then, the program, you you had access to them on the phone. So we would find deals. We would call them on the phone directly um, and just talk to them. And they would talk us through a deal. And they just couldn't believe it. What do you mean 12%? You must be calculating that wrong. What do you mean 16%? Let me run the numbers. That can't be right. And you can and probably pay cash. What, what? How much were you buying the place for then? Yeah, exactly. Like 100,000, 100, 80,000. Um, actually, even, you know, we're talking that cap rates are dropping pretty significantly in Moncton. We're down to about 4% now that the bank's allowed. But even just three months ago, there was a duplex for sale, $75,000 on eight and a half acres of land. I mean, it's, it's still, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and self dividable, like usable land, you know, multiple usage zone designation. So, one of the things we talked about with our friend in Saskatchewan, I guess, was just construction costs because it's not cheaper to build in New Brunswick. Like it's all, it's all the same across Canada. We've got these issues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how much new construction because of COVID has, has, you know, been able to, 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 to go through, like how many applications are there? How many projects have you seen? Or is it just shut right down? At least in Ontario, you know, there is a justification to still build because of the values, right? Mm-hmm. So if you buy the land at the right price, you can do it, but it's almost like, you, the replacement costs. They became essential services, construction yeah. workers, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it's way higher than the values. So what, what do you, what's going on there? Well, we've seen a lot of construction, a lot of new construction all over the place, all over the province. Like um, subdivision of, stuff and mid-rise buildings? Everything, you name it. Even high-rise stuff is going up downtown Moncton. They've got a new plan, tear down some of the old stuff and build these new high-rises for, for commercial how tall? What's high rise there? What's yeah? What's a high rise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high rise by our standards. So we're looking six, 14, 14, 15, What the yeah. fuck's going That's on? Awesome. Ah, yeah. We got to go to New Brunswick. Come on down. Let's go. <laughs> I got lots of room. Yeah. Holy, yeah, I'll bet you do at those prices. Yeah. What do you got? Eight thousand acres of prime, <laughs> yeah. like subdivided real estate. Yeah, actually, Long there you go. I just. I just I just listed a hundred acres for 45 grand. Let's go TK. I'm in. Let's go cash right now. Tell us us about the deal. Tell us about the deal. I don't care. Let's Let's go. Is it a 12? Well, well, this one is 45 grand for a hundred acres. And it's midway between two New Brunswick communities. One would be um, like the the greater Moncton area. The other one's Rogersville. So it's, we have two main north-south arteries, the 126 and the 134, the highways. And this is on the 126. So it's basically midway between two. It's really commercial. Uh, just commercial? A, What's the zoning? Yeah. yeah. What's the zoning? Zoning, yeah. Commercial and, and zoning. Yeah. Mm, any houses near yeah. there? There's actually, sure. it. the land forms an H around a house. 
I will give you 25,000 now. <laughs> what is it? I'll, I'll take that to myself. Let's but here, but yeah. here's, I guess, the point to my question, actually. That kind of almost proves what I was saying was because replacement costs, right, is so much higher than actual market value on 90 plus percent of the buildings in New Brunswick, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Same thing mm -hmm. with Saskatchewan and everywhere else. Land value, you know, must be cheap. So 100 acres for $45,000. Someone mm -hmm. would go in there, but they have to understand that, you know, if they're going to build a house and it's going to cost them 600 grand plus any of their soft costs and all that stuff, the value of that home isn't more than $600,000. Right. Exactly. right? Oh, it's pretty less. So what, 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 you know, what's that sort of that strategy, right? So it's kind of like it's a land banking type of scenario. And you're, you're asking yeah. 45 grand, like you can't ask any less. Exactly. And, and even on the on the little write up blurb, that's what I put. I mean, this, that's basically land banking. You just pick it up for 45 grand. What are the taxes to, on that thing? They're big, big taxes. $80. Bigger than the purchase price? How much? $80? $80. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's, per, it's a perfect land banking $80. scenario. $80. Let's go. It's okay. <laughs> we, could, we could crowdfund that with just people watching the show. $80. $80. And then it's, it's 50 50 with the show fans. Let's do this. It's prime hunting, it's prime fishing. Like we're 20 minutes from the beach. It's a great spot. Yeah. What the hell? Let's go, mm -hmm. TK. Let's go. Let's right. Go. New Brunswick's a place. So I'm so I, I moved a couple people. So we'd sell their properties. They'd move to New Brunswick. Um, a guy recently, I just told you this week. They're they're mm -hmm. and then and then so those are the people who are retiring, right? So those are the people who are looking to just you know, cash out of the Ontario markets, BC, you know, and go into New Brunswick and live a, mm -hmm. a better lifestyle, higher, higher standard of living, if you ask me. Um, mm -hmm. Now the investors. So investor, big part of your business is interprovincial investors. Right. I would okay. say 98%. 98% are coming from outside of New Brunswick to buy mm -hmm. properties in New Brunswick, right? In New Brunswick. Right. Okay. So let's, let's go through that. So people are contacting you. They're How saying, many? 80? 98%. 98% of, of your clientele are outside of the province? Outside yeah. of the province. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a specialty, right? So now when somebody... Because well, he's throwing these $45,000 acreage bombs out there. <laughs> it's a good catch. Wow. How, how, how many people? So when they call you, right? How many people physically come to New Brunswick to buy that property? Uh, well, during the pandemic, zero. Nobody came. They're they're starting to visit now, seeing all these properties that they picked up over the after they've bought years. it. Yeah, after they bought during it. the actual due diligence period, actually going to see the property. None. Zero. None. Zero. Let's go. Let's analyze it right now. This is here the world live, we're living in right TK. now. Let's go. Right? Let's yeah. look at it. What's the yeah. address? So, so when I when I see something, I'll usually shoot the entire thing with the 360 camera. For that land, for example, I'm heading out this afternoon and I'll draw I'll fly the drone over the whole thing and maybe put some bug spray on and and go hunting with a GoPro on my head or something. You know, I, I'll show them as much as I can over it, but then they'll hire local experts, local inspectors, appraisers, everything else to go through multi-units. Um, you know, that whatever whatever it takes them to feel comfortable in the end. Art, art's, art, art, I just want to mention, this is a side note, Art, okay? Because Art's mm -hmm. got a lot of toys, you know, he's, he's a boy's boy. And one of my favorite things about Art is that not only has he trained jiu-jitsu, he's also competed in jiu-jitsu. So he is mm -hmm. high up on my uh, realtor standards lists, right? Because of that. Okay. But yeah, Perfect. so you, you can go hunting. Listen, Daryl, he can go hunting and show people with a GoPro what it would be like to hunt on that land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's doing exactly. that? Exactly. Who's doing Nobody's that? Nobody's working well, as hard as you, Art. 
for, no. for, my, for my plan for today was to do this from from my boat on the ocean that, i was gonna was, say he definitely got the boat back right yes oh, yeah. damn yeah of course you did look at this guy oh, yeah. so hold on a second for what, what can you put on this thing as of right let's let's look at this thing i'm like acres? 45 nothing that even fuck this that's, up n- nothing that's gonna you know bring you a profit if you have to build right it's just what, what are you gonna right. do it's a, it's land banking that's what, what, it what if you build one house and rent it out like isn't it gonna break even well then you got your taxes you got everything else you know it, if you rent it out honestly it's a land banking situation yeah. 100 acres you, you pick it up i think Probably 12 years ago, it was clear cut. So now it's all young, young hardwood growth. So there's not really any, you can't cash in on the wood just yet. Mm-hmm. But it's a good place to park your money. You park 50 grand for, for you know, five years, six years, and pay your $80 a year in, in property tax. And then when you're ready to cash it out, cash it out at 100 grand. Buy yourself Build a, a nice cottage there and go there. And there, so there isn't like a multifamily opportunity because any of the stuff that I imagine is being built multifamily would be in like a locations, right? right. Like if someone's yeah. building a 15 unit multifamily, they're, they're building it in, in downtown or one downtown, of the major whatever. cities. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, and that land, they, they bank that land from mm-hmm. 10 or 20 mm-hmm. years ago for $45,000. Right. And exactly. you build some cheap, cheap commercial on it that no basement, like just throw up some side. You just want to build. You just want to build. I can get you some building, good building spots. Yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to push appreciation on things. I don't want them to just sit there. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the appreciation we're getting here in New Brunswick. That even applies to land. I mean, this I won't go into details about what the the seller purchased the land for, but <laughs> there's some there. Yeah, it's a, but it's amazing how cheap things can be. Like mm-hmm. I don't even that. This is what we're talking about. Is like how much it it, it it's got to cost three something to build one of these houses and oh, yeah. the, right? right and the land costs something mm-hmm. right i mean this so 45 this 45 grand is a land bank because you can't really do anything so something you can do something on right so i have it. a just for example uh, a seller brought me a four unit just a few days ago that's on 64 acres it's a four unit um, with room for lift but this thing really needs some cosmetic work for three hundred thousand. What's the income? What's the income? Plus opportunity to build later. Right, exactly, and that that's about twelve minutes out of the city center. And what kind of income does it does it pay for itself? Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, no problem. That's the mo of New Brunswick, Dale. Here, so here's another mm-hmm. question. So this we talk about this a lot because why? So this is the argument, right? Is Canada affordable? Absolutely just mm-hmm. not in the areas that everybody wants to live. Right. Right. So in the demographics of the New Brunswick province, Moncton, this type of stuff, are you seeing immigrants? Like, are you seeing people coming from other countries and saying, Ontario is too expensive, even though all my friends and family are there, I'm going to go mm-hmm. to New Brunswick and live here because I can buy a house for 350 that my family can live in. And whether we speak French or English, we'll learn mm-hmm. one of the two languages and, and set our roots here. Exactly. A lot of a lot of immigration will happen into Ontario. They'll stay there for five or six months and realize that it's just too expensive for them. They'll start looking elsewhere and they end up coming here. And I've got a few Airbnbs around town. So I'll host these people for a month or two months while they look for a property and then I'll sell them a nice property to buy. 
So you're seeing that. You're, so you're seeing he's you working games. with them. He's yeah, targeting them. I think it's a great market. Great market. We're, so we talk about this all the time. We always say, like, how do we incentivize people to move other, like, anywhere else other than Toronto, right? Like, how about tell them about the place and go, just tell them these prices? That's yeah, about it. Yeah. That's all you need. And how's the Wi-Fi? That's that's the next yeah, yeah, Exactly. How's well, the right now, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. DK. No, that's uh, right. In the rural areas, we're we're basically using Starlink in all the real rural areas still right now. So so are we in Ontario? It's, mm-hmm. High speeds only in the in the in the real urban yeah, centers course. and suburbs. Yeah, so you can yeah. have Starlink, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Starlink. Oh, yeah, how's Look that going? That is amazing. Yeah. When yeah. I actually have when, it? when I cut, yeah, it's Starlink. I would drive a Tesla when yeah. I come here in town. It's a techie. Nice. Yeah, when I come here in town and I'm on right now, I'm at the office, the exit office. And um, when I get on the Wi-Fi here, I see how slow it is in comparison to Starlink. Really? Starlink, wow. Yeah. Star, Starlink. When people ask me about Starlink, I just say, you don't even have to think about it. Don't, you don't even notice. You don't even notice that you're on, you know, satellite. Internet, satellite yeah. It's just real. Amazing. Time. Amazing. What else? Because we love tech. We were we were we were heavy into real estate tech for a while. And lately, yeah, what's big there? Interest rates and all this other noise. Yeah. Uh, what are well, you doing like tech wise? How, how is tech helping? Tech wise now I'm starting to sort of turn into more virtual reality stuff. So because most of my clients are from out of province or even out of country, I, I, if they have a, a VR headset, then we can put the headset on. We can visit the properties. We can walk up and down the streets together you know, talk about different areas. So that's, that's a lot of fun. You can hold meetings in VR, which, which helps a lot. So Bro, Oculus we got to talk, man. Oculus only or, or what? Mm-hmm. Oculus so only? Oculus only yeah. or? That's all I have, yeah. Yeah, okay. We But Daryl and I both have it as well too. So we're all okay, on the same there team. We, go. we yeah. could be there right now. Yeah, we should have yeah, done this. We could, we Next podcast, this we're, we're going to do it we, in VR. We, we could have been in Montreal. We could have been. Absolutely. We could have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Next time, that's actually something that we've we've tried to do before, but the setup is a little bit difficult. Difficult. Yeah. Um, no, they made the it better now. No, format. now it's better. Yeah, now yeah. you can do it better. It's cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah we should talk yeah, about so, that after. Yeah. I've been into the VR thing for for real estate for years, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's an advantage it's, to it for sure. Oh well, there the can first, be for the sure. The first equipment Daryl had for VR, he he set me up with a backpack and about a twenty pound set of goggles. And I yeah. had to walk around the room and everything was just like, you know, super blocky and everything else mm-hmm. too. So like, yeah, this, where is great. It is now, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Where it is now. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, and now it's it, so it much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, now they're coming up with updates. So every week there's an update and it just gets so much better and better. Yeah. So what are you using? You're using the Google earth app in there with people. Yeah, exactly. Google cool. earth. And it's yeah. funny because before I came on the podcast, my wife, gave me some words of advice today. She's like, don't give away your secrets. Uh, forget right it. Out. Listen, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't worry. No one watches the show. Nobody watches yeah, anyways. Yeah. And we, we talk about it all the time. I look, I, I found development projects in that Google earth app because mm-hmm. it's like, you're literally flying over yeah. the whole city. Like you can yeah, see exactly. like things that people can't see going in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. an amazing tool to use. I, I, I've never used it with somebody else. That's interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, really that's cool. So we've we've Where got a you? we've got a team of seven here now on, on my team. So basically, oh. good for you. Um, and, and is that why you do the three sixty stuff too? The three sixty yeah. camera stuff. Ah, exactly. mm-hmm. The only problem with the three sixty is you really got to crank up the the um, 
the resolution. You really got to go with high, high resolution in order yeah. to work well in VR. Otherwise, it's really grainy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's... So we got a team, a team of seven and one person on the team. That's what she does. She walks the street to Google and checks out areas and that she brings the multis over for us to present to investors. That's amazing. That's amazing. And the, re- the, the issue that we were having in Ontario is when the option of people to be able to go and look at the property physically is there, they prefer it that way. And so when the pandemic started, there was a few people because of, you know, restrictions, they were saying, okay, that's fine. And agents were doing all their things and everything else, but you have a hundred percent of your clients buying the properties without seeing them. Right. Like your business model Mm -hmm. is the very first business model where this application is like paramount. It's Mm -hmm. like, Mm-hmm. This, this is, you got to be a, a, a leader in that area where somebody right. in Ontario or, or even just a, a New Brunswick agent dealing with local people, it really doesn't have the same value and putting in all that time mm-hmm. and effort is not going to give exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. The opportunity cost, the, the time, time on task, really. That's, yeah. that's important. And I mean, I was a saturation diver for over two decades. So I'm used to dealing with, you know, being being away from people and, and communicating through text or messages or video. I mean, that was my life. So it, for me, it was second nature. When I when I first became a realtor, I didn't want to do the same thing that everybody else was doing from day one. Mm-hmm. From day one, I thought there's got to be a different way to do this, a more efficient way to do it. Well, I mean, some people don't think it's that efficient, but I just didn't want to do the same thing as everybody else and, and just be mediocre. That was that was my plan. If I'm if I'm going to do it, then I'm all in in a different way than everybody else. So and then lucky lucky for me, I, I you know maybe I was patient zero because I was working in Asia and I came back to Canada and then COVID started right after that. But lucky for me, that, that really helped. Yeah, he started a pandemic just to yeah. make sure. That's what that I call I, my wife. I drive to New Brunswick anymore. That's what I yeah, say. Exactly. My wife was patient zero. My wife was like sick in like. September or October of 19, like had all the same symptoms her friend Mm -hmm. did too. And we were sure afterwards that they started it somehow. But I I remember going to the clinic and, and I mean, my doctor's in Singapore, so I don't really have anybody locally. And I went to the clinic and that's exactly what they told me. We have no idea what this is here. Here's a puffer. Take that if you can't breathe and here's some antibiotics and good luck. You know, that's basically what they said. Yeah. <laughs> time to get into real estate yeah time um, to start real estate so Crazy. we have a we have a very noise noisy atmosphere right now like economy recession interest rates uh ukraine very loud it's just like every day i'm just like bombarded by it like is that the same yeah. thing that you're getting in new brunswick right now is um it's the same thing but my wife is more big picture. You know, what, what's the distraction? Why all these distractions? What's actually going to be going on? You know, what's happening in the, in the world as an entirety, rather than focusing on these distractions that people are inundated us with every single day. And so that's why bringing up that land again, that's why I'm saying, okay, here's, here's a land banking opportunity. Just park your money because inflation is, is climbing like crazy. Um, you know, it's, it's just a hedge against all that stuff. The land value is always there. Land value is always going to climb over time. And you know as well as I do, park your money in the bank and could be gone tomorrow or the inflation could just chew it up. So, so, but so, you guys seem to be sitting in a pretty nice position going into something like I, we're all kind of seeing over here. I mean, you're still very affordable. It sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, there's lots of, potential port jobs and construction jobs and 
You're saying tech jobs. I mean, why not? Tech jobs can be anywhere, especially if everything is so affordable. And with that yeah. comes more restaurants and more retail and more everything as all that stuff kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, a, I imagine, a pretty big food industry out there with the ocean, right? Yeah, ocean and farming. Yeah, and, yeah. So, I mean, you guys are set up to weather a pretty big storm, especially when you're not really used to appreciation anyways. Exactly. Right? Like, if you, don't, if you don't get it, who cares? More people will come. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I've got, you know, investors will pick up a property. Let's say they bought it two years ago for 130000 a four unit for 130000 a couple of years ago. They've refied that two or three times. And then now it's for sale and they're going to sell at a profit again. So they you know, just have appreciation. Oh, yeah, this is better. This is better than Saskatchewan. They have appreciation and make income instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'd say it was, and this is the thing too. This was a startling stat. Why are you actually. guys holding back on me here? I looked, I looked this up. Uh, actually, an article came out, and so I looked into Moncton because it was most overvalued real estate in Canada, and Peterborough, Ontario, was like number one, and it basically had a percentage of the of the appreciation based on the incomes and everything else too, right? And honestly, Moncton was like the bottom of the list. It was, it was still. It was literally the, the most valued. Like it yeah. was, it was, it was worth what people were paying because mm-hmm. the prices were still there in comparison low. The incomes are still very high in comparison to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And it was it was one of the best places to be buying. And that's and that was yeah. something that even though Definitely. you had that that appreciation, like it must have doubled in the last two years. Oh yeah. I'm and it's triple. still the best value in the country. So, so is the new 14 story buildings that are getting built, are they highly tech centered like are they, oh, they looking for tech people to to live in them they will that be. are working from mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. they definitely will be That's like do you just mean modernization or sorry or, or or do you mean uh tech companies what no I, well i mean like yeah like modernization for people to be able to work from home and go from and home. have like a meeting somewhere in the building with that's like mm-hmm. you know fully operational or make youtube videos you know, th- th- this is what this is what the, the the generation that is working from home needs, right? And if you can find an affordable place in a lovely place that has all the connections, uh, like why the hell? See, somebody was comparing our kind of standard of living. I, I don't know where I saw this, probably Twitter, to the United States. And in my lifetime, what I've noticed is that in the United States, they all move across the country, all over the place. They all go to schools far away from home. They find a job somewhere where they you know, can afford a house and get a job. And it's not like that in Canada. It's like you grow up in, in Rosedale, you want to have a house in Rosedale when you grow up or Thornhill or wherever it is in Moncton. Like people are not dr- like driving or flying until they find a place that they can live. But there's like look at all these opportunities there are all over the place. Mm-hmm. We even have a guest that comes on from Ontario that says, you know, if you go a little further North in Ontario, all of this exists as well, but everybody mm-hmm. just wants like what they want here in Canada. It's like, yeah. it's very different. If we were willing to move to Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan and Manitoba and New Brunswick for, for these kind of lifestyles, 
who would be complaining about like affordable housing? It's like, if you want mm-hmm. affordable housing, like go here, here's here, your option here, right. yeah. or here, they're lovely. Like, and you, if mm-hmm. you work from home, go, go we don't need you here. You're kind of mm-hmm. a drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, exactly. And I mean, traditionally New Brunswick was known as the, the brain drain province where people would, they were born here. They went to school here. They got a degree here and then they would move, move to Toronto, move to Vancouver, move to Montreal, move to those big cities. And now they're all coming back. Everybody, everybody's coming back. So how often do these parcels of land come available that you could build 14 story buildings on where people would like to live? Every day. Every day, TK. We're going to New (laughs) Brunswick, man. How much does something like that cost? To build a 14 unit or 14. To buy the land, to buy the land. Uh, Downtown land, you're probably looking at about a quarter of a million, I would say, for half an acre around there. You need you need about 465 square meters to build a multi-unit. That's the minimum. So what's the deal? How much? Two of those? We need two of those? So two of those. So you're looking at about half a million. Half a million land. bucks for something you can build 14 stories on? In the downtown core. In the downtown mm-hmm. core. So that has income currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buddy. <laughs> What I what I liked. What's, what I what noticed, are we doing in Scarborough? What I, what I noticed with uh, New Brunswick construction is that it, it's different. Like it's different. It just looks different than what it does in Ontario. The builds are, you know, they, they use different materials. You know, mm-hmm. like what what do you notice different between you know the new builds that you're seeing elsewhere and and how New Brunswick differs? Well, really, to be honest, what I'm noticing now is a lot of builders are Ontario builders, or they are builders from the West Coast, and they they've seen the opportunities here, so they yeah, I'm here, no so genius. They, they started to bring that over. So, we're, so we're they're not building it as, as uh, traditionally as, as right. they used to. It's before, right? Mm. Yeah, now it's profit. Now how do you feel profit, about that? Because, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah? So you, it. so you think they're building quality stuff? You don't feel like there's people putting up? Uh, uh, well, you know, one of the main problems is just supply right now. So we had a, we had a unit downtown. I think it might have been a 34 unit recently built and... 34 unit rental property, apartment buildings or apartments. And they were waiting. I think they were six months behind schedule because they were waiting for a particular door handle that was backward and top surrounds and things like that. So eventually yeah. those people, those people are blowing so much money just with the carrying costs that they maybe they'll cheap out and maybe they'll say, well, you know what, you know, we can get some used parts and put them in, you know, just, mm-hmm. just to get the ball rolling because they're, they're so stalled. So we're, there's a lot of supply. Uh, chain uh, problems here so but as far as quality of build goes i mean we have it has to be built to code it has to be inspected so uh, our maybe our codes are different than other provinces but they're definitely built to our codes and our standards they have to be and what about REITs are REITs uh coming in now to new brunswick uh they they were that we had we had kind of a wave about five or six months ago they, that they came in and that's that's all you heard about all the time and, and just throwing money around and outbidding everybody and picking up everything in they reits. could. And, for yeah, what? Exactly. Retail? Retail properties or? Everything. Residential. They just came in for everything. Yeah. Residential, yeah. retail, commercial. They, they're just, they just came in and they, you couldn't get any, you couldn't get anything significant anyway. Of course. All the bigger assets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. about a marina? And, Can you buy a marina? Jeez, you you're, you're right up my alley. I want to buy a marina, <laughs> but you can. You could buy the land and you could build a marina yourself. 
We did a, we worked on a marina once, but the buyer ended up going bankrupt. There was a Chinese group okay. and they, they bought this thing. We put the deal together and they ended up going bankrupt, unfortunately. That was Somebody the one in Ontario though, right? Midland. But yeah, because there was another one in New Brunswick that was a big one. That was a big boondoggle out there. Was Or is that Nova Scotia? Maybe Nova Scotia. Maybe yeah, Nova Scotia. nothing I heard in New Brunswick. Oh, yeah, okay. There was a big one. It was all marshland, you know, and they bought it all up and turned out they couldn't build that resort seaside community like they thought oh really yeah all, okay. all just marshland and stuff a nightmare they're nightmares yeah, yeah. you gotta Maybe. but keep in mind keep in mind that well we've got nine months of winter here pretty intense in new brunswick right yeah. ah, okay here's some drawbacks what other drawbacks yeah. do we have exactly. going out to new brunswick see there's reasons yeah. people don't live in new brunswick mm-hmm. okay nine- it's a little colder yeah. out there in the winter. Of Nine months winter. of winter? Of serious of winter? Serious winter, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I mean, my, it is changing math. now with climate change. It's changing a bit now. You know, we'll start seeing snow around September, September, October, but significant amounts in November all the way through till April, May. It'll be snowing. I think we had a snowstorm here. Well, so did, so did the rest of the country, actually, when I see the, see the news. But generally, we'll have snow into May on occasion and the snow in the woods will stay there until end of may early june so you just got to get used to that part how's the grocery delivery services these days uh well they were booming for a while but now with uh, shortages coming and supply supply cutoffs then those are kind of dwindling as well we had last year last year to to fight off the you know, the appreciation of these properties that, you know, someone, like I said, they would buy a property for 120. It's now worth almost 400,000 just for a duplex. Um, of course, your rents have to climb, right? So if you're buying, you're buying something at 400,000, you can't charge somebody $400 all included. And traditionally, that's pretty much what the rents were like in the province, $400, $500. That's what everybody's used to. And most of them all included. So as the prices climbed and investors come from the rest of the country, rent started to go up so last year they reduced uh, this year sorry they threw in a rent cap 3.8 percent rent cap so everybody was in a panic about the rent cap and you just that's on to, turnover of tenants too um no rent? not turnover no so just turnover. existing tenant just existing, existing tenants, tenants. yeah okay. existing tenants 3.8 percent you can get market rents when the tenants leave you can get whatever right. rent you want okay right. good but there's only there's only three ways to ask them to leave and um and they and now they're monitoring those pretty closely. So the, the tenants the tenants are getting a little more savvy here, and they're not putting up with you know a forty five percent rent increase or fifty percent rent increase anymore. So they're they put in this three point eight percent. They said it's temporary. It's going to leave January first. Apparently, that's what so they say about have, income tax. Yeah, exactly. Whenever the government puts something in, probably uh, it's pretty rare that they take it out again, but. They'll change the 3.8 somehow, but now you have two types of investors. You have one of the mindset that they believe it's only temporary, so they're holding back on rent increases because one of the other new rules that came in place was you can only increase rent once every 12 months. So they want to sell, for example, they want to sell their property in January. So if they would have given the 3.8% increase, which is nothing, which was like $40 a month, um, they won't be able to increase it again for a year. So come January, the value of their property is still a lot lower. So now they're holding off and they're hoping that that 3.8 goes away and they can bring everybody up to $1,100, $1,200 a month and then sell it at a higher value. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. But still, that sounds like we need places that you can get cash flow instantly 
for the evil investors. Well, the we, cap rates we, are compressed now, so it's it's definitely not like it was where the 10, 12, 14% cap rate days, but there's still opportunities out there and they're, they're yeah, still way getting, better than anywhere else. In the, in it's the cash. You can, you, you can buy it cash and then it can be want, like totally almost 100% cash flow. Well, you never really want to use your own money. <laughs> I don't know. So, so uh, the other thing, Daryl, is in the wintertime, these are New Brunswick people, okay? They all have snowmobiles, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they but get, there's they, opportunity there. There's they know opportunity how to, they know yeah, how you to can rent them. Toys, right? There's Airbnbs, you know, specializing in their, well, for example, my house, uh, I'm on the waterfront. The guy next to me wants to sell his place, and it would be a perfect Airbnb because all summer long, you've got a dock there, you have access to the ocean, you have your boats, your sea dudes. And then when the snow comes and the bay freezes over, the river freezes over, now you're open to snowmobilers that fly in, they'll be doing their snowmobile trips and stuff. So there's lots of opportunity, even in the winter. It's people like us that steal the opportunities from the first-time homeowners. Yeah. These are the, We're turning the affordable places. Look at us. Even the other day, another guest, I could see him licking his chops when we were talking about the numbers in Saskatchewan, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like especially if you're from Ontario or Vancouver and you hear these numbers, it's like these, we haven't heard numbers like this in ever. Right. We've only seen this in the, in the books that come from the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like fairy tale numbers normally for us. And when yeah. we hear that we could get them, it's like people are waiting. Don't you find that TK still your investor clients, aren't they just like, when can we like buy something already? Right. I've got yeah. money. I'm ready to go. When when can when will you let me buy? When will you tell me it is the right time to buy? Yeah, there's still a ton of cash that that's going to be deployed, and I think that there's a ton of opportunities coming up because the market is changing, right? And there's obviously you know signs of of uh, cracks in in the Canadian housing market, even though it's mostly in Ontario and BC by the sounds of things. I mean, have prices gone down at all in the last uh, three months since rate hikes came in? Prices haven't gone down, but the the time on market has definitely climbed. You know, we're not we're not into multiple bidding offers or anything like that. It's you know, I I probably list four or five properties a week, and so I I can see quickly when it when it makes a change. Yeah. And so now we're not all of a sudden it's not first day and it's sold and it's not multiple offers and I have to do a little more work to present this to to people. Whereas before it was I had to do a work to keep people off of it. Yeah, You know, I would, I would, for example, I would put up a posting on my off market page and I would have to pull it like within a couple of minutes, as soon as we reached asking price, I didn't even, I didn't bother going in multiples because I know there's another one in five minutes. So as soon as we reach at full ask, I just pull it, pull it. Sorry, but your luck, accepted offer, move on to the next one. Yeah. How uh, many realtors now, are there that, that you get that kind of traffic instantly? You know, no, he, uh, Art does a lot of off market deals. I get it. Right. But- so these are all buyers yeah. that he's dealing with. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a buyer pool of about, well, a couple of thousand anyway, Canada wide and quite a few in the US. So as sellers know this now. My name is starting to get out to the sellers and they'll just come to me directly and say, listen, I don't want to be on MLS. I don't want showings. I don't want to sign at the front. I don't even want my tenants to know that this thing is for sale. What can you do for me? So that, that's kind of my, my niche that I jumped into. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's powerful. That's right? smart. Yeah, that's yeah, that's powerful. where it's at, especially with the Ontario or uh, outside of New Brunswick uh, uh, buyers. 
right? Yeah. The only because the only problem is you're you're relying exclusively on your network. So you know, I had to build that network up and yeah. get involved with all the groups and everything I possibly could. Yeah. So yeah. smart, so smart, so different than this list to last nonsense that everybody mm-hmm. spews out there. Mm-hmm. List to last, list to last. Yeah. It's the only you way. You got to show the property. There's no the way only they're going to buy it without seeing it. There's yeah. no way. Nonsense. How's that going to work? They're going to cross the country. Don't talk to them. They're not, because think about it. There's so many people that would not give people the time of day, right? If right. I got a call from somebody and they said like, hey, you know, I'm in BC and I'm looking to buy you know, mm-hmm. and just send me what you got. Like, it's kind of like, mm, that's not the buyer profile that we're used to. So it's kind of like, yeah. is this person really that serious? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or is this for real? Those mm-hmm. are the calls that you, you get exclusively. Right. Exactly. Right? And actually one of the most difficult conversations that I have to have is I barely take phone calls. Mm-hmm. I barely take any phone calls. I, I, I deal with such a high volume that I just, I can't remember all these details. So I need to have everything written down. It becomes a, a searchable database for me. So if you and I are speaking and maybe two months ago and we talked about something, you know, m- maybe that's the only time you talk to a New Brunswick uh, realtor, but it's not the only time I talk from an out of province. So when you come to me and you say, oh, remember we talked about, no, I don't remember, but I can find out in two seconds, you know, with yeah. my searchable database. In our chat history. Yeah. And actually that's how I started to build my team because I needed someone who does take phone calls and loves chatting on the phone. So I'm like, okay, you need, because you, some people need that. They want to talk on the phone. They want to have an in-person conversation or they want to do a video call. Um, no problem. I just send that over to to uh, the person on my team and handles that. The, kind of the stuff. art of real estate, Daryl. Mm-hmm. The art of real estate. You, you don't <laughs> see it often from the outside, first of all, because there's only mm-hmm. a few. First of all, there's, a, there's only a few that actually do it properly and well. And this is a totally different animal than like find an area, farm it, market the hell out of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, this is not that million dollar formula or whatever they're selling the realtors. This is mm-hmm. smart. This is buyers. This is buyer, buyer, buyer driven, which brings mm-hmm. the sellers to him because everybody knows he's got the buyers. It's the right. opposite approach. And they're all investors. They're repeat customers, which is even exactly. better. It's, yep. This is what people should be doing. But instead, they go to a school that teaches them list to last. And they got these old people telling them, you got to get the listing, son. You got to control the deal. You got to control the deal. That's mm-hmm. the best, quickest way to do this, son. This yeah. is the way to do it. Come on, come on, follow me. Do it my way. I know everything. And it's yeah. different now. And there's tech, man. There's tech. Yeah. People want to. What's, what's the average age of your uh, clientele? What's the gap? What's the range? I would say mm, 30, 30 to 50, that 20 years. That makes sense. Yeah, they, the, want, the they know tech, they want tech, they want to watch a YouTube video about it, right? Yeah, yeah. They know tech that, and they've got the money behind them to do something. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're comfortable with, with the setup. So here's, I guess, my, my synopsis on arts business, right? One is you're offering something that nobody else is offering. Super neat. Until, until now. <laughs> until that people watch this show uh. more importantly is you have this network. So you've been able to build up a network of buyers. Now you've also got a network of sellers. Your reputation is do it off market. Mm-hmm. Don't bother the tenants, get your top dollar right. you know, so forth. And mm-hmm. to be able to coordinate it well. Right. So you've got Dude. this value. So why that doesn't work in Ontario is because there's so many realtors in Ontario that if I said to somebody, Hey, we're not going to do phone calls. You're not going to see the property and you're going to buy things off market and you got 36 hours to let me know if you want to buy it or not. 
they would say, no problem. I'll go to my cousin. He's a realtor and I'll get it the way that I want to get it. Right. And a seller would say to me, why should I deal with you? You only know 3000 buyers. I can deal with anybody, any other agent. He'll list it on the MLS. There's 65,000 agents. They have at least one buyer each. That's a bigger network than yours. Right. So I think that that's been your, um, you know, the MO behind your business that's really helped you get to where you are. And I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's working and I think it's don't change a thing. You know, mm-hmm. keep, keep making it more and you more. Know, I've got, I've got some new recruits that have come on the team and, and uh, they're going through the training here at, at the office and it's all about the listings and it's all about, you know, door knocking and all that stuff. And they're, they're mm-hmm. going through it. And the rest of my team also went through that. And then they just come back to pop up and that's it. You know, yeah. we, like we just, yeah, we just do it this way. It's brutal in there. This is brutal. The stuff they're teaching us. It's crazy. Yeah. 1965. I, that stuff was written. It, yeah. it, it's insane. Plus the system they work on half the time you, you answer it right. And they tell you it's wrong or you answer it. Like the, 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 the nuance is so slight that like, and there's so much information they give that it's like that one word changes the whole answer. And then it's like wrong wrong, wrong. And you don't even understand what you got wrong. Thank God. Like my daughter's going through it now. Thank God. I have friends like TK because TK had to explain it to both of us. Cause I was even like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have a, a TK at their disposal to say, Hey, can you explain this to my kid so she can pass the stupid thing and really get to the real estate? Cause this thing is yeah. not real estate. It's yeah. a bunch of horse shit. There's no what real estate it, what, there. What does it take to get a license in New Brunswick? Uh, well, you're supposed. Oh God, I won't tell the story about my journey. But anyway, it's uh, <laughs> you're supposed to pick up your books about six months before. It's kind of a self-study, and then you have a three-day uh, in-person course at that point, and yep. then it's up to you. It's when you're ready, you can write the exam after that. One exam That's how it works. Yeah, the, that's how yeah, it was in exam. Ontario for for a long time. It was three exams by the time I did it. Now it's like a five exam, right, Joe? Yeah, five different courses. I think it's six courses with five exams total. Yeah, so but they're doing it. Like we go through it together and I'm like, who cares about the, like the different construction of roofs and exactly. they're talking about the piping and all, exactly. all this stuff that we're not supposed to, re- I mean, they're good for a realtor to know if they right. know what a realtor yeah. should know first. Like mm-hmm. learn what a realtor should know first. And yeah. then if you're a good realtor, you're going to figure out the construction stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. General right. knowledge. Yeah, exactly. So I picked, uh, I picked up my books. I picked up my books on Friday while walking into the course. And uh, they said, Oh, you're art. That's and Here's your books. Thank you. I picked up my books. I did the three day course. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I wrote on Tuesday. That was beautiful. It. That was and, it. and really, I just, I just studied the, the practice questions. Out of the, all the books, there was 400 practice questions, and I just memorized every single one of those. Uh, I just need—I know—I just needed to get to the point where I could be licensed, and then the real world and real real estate—that's where—that's where you're going to work. Yeah, do, you, do also, you, you also to... had some deals under his belt too, right? So you had that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's that's that's. I'm glad that you brought that up because when I when I started shopping for myself as just a normal person, um, it was really difficult to find any realtor that was investor focused for real you know every every realtor is investor focused you know everybody oh yeah i'm investor focused but but i i noticed right away that here i am educating the realtors on what i'm looking for and how to find it for me and then i thought well you know what i'm just going to jump in there and fill that spot 
you get everything but what you're actually looking for. Yeah. Right. It's like, just go to it first for God's sakes. And like, check off a few boxes at least, please. Don't just like area or dollar per square foot. Like there's more. I think an investor focused realtor has to own many doors. There has to be some real Mm -hmm. life experience with the investment world because it is, it is, you know, just like any other field or any other type of real estate or whatever, there's a lot of nuances and, you know, you're not going to really understand them all on the sales side. You have to understand them all on the buyer side and on the seller Mm -hmm. side of financing, of Mm -hmm. negotiating, of the due diligence process and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And so if your agent's just trained on the sales side, yeah, there's there's holes. There's there's holes yeah. in the in the in the knowledge. But Art sure. is a, a realtor by necessity, right? Like if he could have done it without being a realtor, he would have done it without being a realtor. But it got to probably a point where it was like, uh oh, A, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. B, I can make more money if I'm a realtor doing this, mm-hmm. right? And I'd be better mm-hmm. than everybody else around me because they're all yeah. not doing so good. I yeah, I mean, it. I initially picked up my license to help myself find the deals. You know, right. that was. I thought, oh, I need access to MLS. You know, that's what I, that was my thinking back then. Um, but now I see that really once once you really know how to how to do the job, the sellers come to you. You're not knocking on doors; they're coming to you. You're you're helping to educate them on what they can expect out of the deal. You know what they can expect for a listing price or a sale price. You you develop that confidence by by just doing it. So this isn't, you can't just go to school and then all of a sudden you're an investor focused realtor ready to rock. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to live it. My wife and I just passed the 1 million mark in, in rent roll in our personal portfolio. Uh, mm. So like we know how to find cash flow. We know how to find all that stuff because we've made all those mistakes. How do you and decide whether to let your, your network have the deal or take it for yourself? That's the hardest part. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why i don't know if tk had a look or whatever on mls but that's why i'm starting to get a few more mls listings because it's generating leads and i can just feed those leads to the rest of the team you know so those, those are investors that are coming in looking on mls and i can just feed them over smart they see your 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 name on the listing yeah he must be the yeah. local guy because he's on this yeah. one listing i looked at well how, yeah. how well, else are well, I, don't, I don't even i don't even have i don't advertise i don't have signs out that's my I question can, yeah you know, yeah. yeah. So no, how I, are these I, sellers I, finding you? Like, how are lo- like New Brunswick landlords hearing? Well, about remember, you? remember that we're, we only have twenty five people in the city. Like I mentioned right. in the beginning, so, so twenty four yeah, people. Yeah, right. exactly. So twenty four other people have heard that the twenty fifth person sold their sold their thing through me, and and the way we go from there, it's word of mouth. And I've a girl on my team that's that's her specialty, so she's really good at. Um, you know, talking to the sellers and getting word out there. So she goes from city to city all over the province and she's got a really good access to all of these sellers. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's again, very unique, right? Like all the, all the things that work here on, on Ontario uh, are the, are what's being taught to the, to the, to the students and the, and the new agents mm-hmm. in New Brunswick. And it's probably mm-hmm. working just as poorly as it is in here in Ontario. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing something that is very unique. And I'm, and I'm, I guess my mind is closed right now saying like, Oh, what arts doing could not work in Ontario, but that's, that's not the right mindset. I, I think what you're doing could work in Ontario. It just Ontario. Takes yeah. Toronto. To no. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying you Toronto, know, Ontario maybe. And Toronto are separate, but exactly. I'm keeping an open mind. I think that somebody could take this and say, you know, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to focus mm-hmm. specifically on 
one niche doesn't have to be uh, investor focused. It could be any niche mm -hmm. and just be like, okay, this is, this is how I'm going to do it. And we're going to build up a network of those people again, Fire. not easy, yeah. but you'd have to, so when, have to. Exactly. So when a seller comes to me with, with an idea of what they want for the property and I, I take them through the whole education process and then they give me what they want for a price and I run all their numbers. A lot of times I tell them, listen, I can't put this on my off market page because it really doesn't make any sense as an investor. So I recommend that they go to MLS. You know, if you're asking for a crazy price and a crazy valuation, then MLS is the place for you. And if, but if you're, if you're willing to listen to what I have to say and becomes a win for everybody, then we can list on my page. Nice, eh? Yeah. And, and so is there uproar from some local folks about prices getting pushed higher by Ontario and British Columbia investors? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And tenants. You're to, you're to blame for all of it. So we don't want to walk around with Ontario flags when we come there. <laughs> we don't even know what the Ontario flag looks like. Is there an Ontario flag? <laughs> Neither do we. It has TK yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, this has been informative and wonderful and a great way to start my day. That's for sure. You got my brain right. going like crazy. Uh, we're going to put Art's uh, contact info down in the, in the link below in the description. Oh, it's great. If there's Thank anything you. that you'd like to uh, add in, well, just before the, uh, before uh, Art, we're gonna we're gonna give you an opportunity just to kind of tell people where they can find you. But the next podcast that we're gonna do is gonna be in VR. My, mark my words. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we're find. Let's practice next week in a zombie it. game. We're, we're gonna yeah. practice playing, <laughs> you know, shoot, shooting people, and uh, yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Oh, we okay. can play. Yeah. Uh, we good. can play Echo VR together. We got three now. We can gang up on those six-year-olds and win, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll okay. Great. Art, Art yeah. where can everyone find you? Where is the best place for people to find you? Uh, probably just best through the website. So it's just a a r e i dot c a. That's it. A a r e i dot c a. Yep. Awesome. I will put a link down below. Thank you very okay. much, sir. Wonderful to Great meet on. you. Thanks for Great. joining us today. Mr. TK, okay. I'll see you back in Toronto, sir. All right. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Landlord. This landlord software is a game changer. You upload your properties, right? You upload all the information, income, expenses, timelines, mortgage details, everything that you need to have so that you keep track of everything in your portfolio. And as you go through real-time adjustments in you know, rent increases and uh, water bills and, and tax bills and everything else, they're going to actually give you recommendations on how to make your portfolio more efficient. And it just breaks everything down for me in a way that I've never seen before. Like Excel spreadsheets just don't cut it. I don't think there's a better program or app out there for investors and it's free. Please click the link below for your free trial offer. Amazon's got everything you need for your dorm. From everyday essentials and school supplies to clothes and decor to bedding for power naps. And regular naps, too. Save on all things college at Amazon.